So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. Another episode of the Fast Meat Below Average podcast. It's your boys. It's me, Kamesh, and we also have Archie as well. How are you doing, Arch? I'm good. No interview today, but uh, we have each other. Yeah, no interview. Um, we were really, I was... If you haven't had a chance to listen, go back and listen to last week. It was awesome. Kate from Barstool uh, hopped on with us. She's really funny. Like We already said this a bunch of times, but she's super professional and had some great stories, like really cool stories that I didn't even, as much as I kind of knew about it, uh, she really dialed it in when we were on there, and so that was really great. Um, and she does the Zero Vlog 30 podcast, which is for, uh, for Barstool as well. And uh, yeah, it was awesome to have her. So we're just kind of looking to get more guests like that. If you guys want to recommend anybody or we have had a few people say um that they want to be interviewed we are totally open to that too like tell us if you have a cool story and and you know uh if we don't necessarily want to take it on it's nothing against you it's just uh you know we're only so talented so like we can only turn certain stories into good stories i guess that's a great way to kind of put a spin zone on (laughs) no it's not that it's just that like i mean that's really what it is like great storytellers uh kind of make up for our inability to be good interviewers is the main thing i guess yeah that's true we need we need very high talent way above ourselves to make ourselves look <laughs> yeah better. exactly exactly that's why we're on always on the search for like coach territory and like coach calhoun we need quote factories is really what we need <laughs> it's a crutch <laughs> but it's whatever yeah. Hopefully, as we get closer to football season, we'll have some more uh, football-related guests on to talk some Falcon football for you guys. Too. I don't know if that was was that a purposeful segue into our first topic today. Or was no, it? no, it wasn't. But I guess I'm just like conscious of what's going on. Yeah. So today, uh, I guess it was this week, but Mountain West Media Days have started. Um, Air Force is flying extremely low on the radar in that. Um, but we did have a few people. It's being held, I believe, at the Cosmo in Las Vegas. Um, so that should be a good little break for some of the coaches to get out there. Coach Calhoun had his media time. I haven't had a chance. It was only done today, so I haven't had a chance to listen to his stuff. But I listened to some of the, the clips from the cadets that we had on the football team out there. So we had Brody Bagnell, who's, I believe, no, he's definitely a firstie. He's one of our linebackers. And then we had Griffin Landrum, who's one of our O-linemen. Uh, that's a junior out there as well. And they answered some great questions. We'll get into that. The thing that I have noticed is just how, like I said, we're flying low on the, the, the Mountain West media's radar, which is kind of a good thing. Uh, there's a lot of prima donnas, I think, in the conference more than usual. I know that we've had a little bit of a break from, like, Kellen Moore, but, like, Brett Rippon, who, if you're a little bit older, listen to the podcast, you might know uh, his uncle, Mark Rippon, who played for the Redskins. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of big names I think this year that were that were out and talking about their seasons and stuff like that. And I personally like it. And I think it's going to be the same thing when people talk about um, the Commander-in-Chief's trophy race. Yeah. I mean, it's never a bad thing to be 
uh, I mean, you always want expectations to be held to a certain standard, but it's never a bad thing to be overlooked when we know uh, the potential and the talent that we think we should be going into the season with, and we know what we can really do against uh, the guys in the Mountain West Conference, and more importantly, definitely for us, is uh, against Army and Navy this year. So, um, yeah, definitely yeah, well, not like the worst the worst thing to be uh, in the in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously that we that you always want to go what thirteen and zero, go to the highest bowl possible. But at a very minimum, I think that you need to just build upon certain goals, and our first goal is always going to be win the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy. It belongs at Air Force, and that's effectively what Brody Bagnall was asked about, and that's what he said. And he said that we should never lose it. There's no reason to. We are a better school. Um, we have historically better football programs, even though we're much, much younger than Army and Navy. Their, their rivalry has been going around for, what, 100 years now? And we still have the most Commander-in-Chief Trophy wins. Um, I mean, obviously, because it was only invented when we got into the mix, but... Uh, that's that's kind of besides the point that we've always been uh, a great dominant program in the surface academy race so that was good, really nice to hear i think it was refreshing to hear because you know how it is he could have gone in a million different directions he could have said oh we want to try and beat everybody who walks through our doors we want to go to all these different houses and just take them over but he really stuck to the main point of our football program yeah absolutely and like we even talked about last year i mean at the end of the day we want to win every single game and put ourselves in the position to be in the best bowl game possible. And it kind of bothers me when I guess service academies are held to a lower standard because of the challenges that are encompassed with going to a service academy and recruiting kids that you're going to get to go to a service academy. But um, I think the game is kind of changing in a way that's more beneficial for schools like the, like air force and the way they play to be able to compete with some of the higher, higher end teams and, Again, um, at the end of the day, man, we want to win every single game and compete with Alabama in the, <laughs> in the championship game. Well, no, and I, actually that's a really, really good point that I think you, you kind of brought up, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally, is that in this social media age, I think that coaches are getting way more exposure to different players, so it's easier to see them through high school. It's easier to get uh, names out there. We're able to spread our kind of like Air Force Falcon media. The stuff that we've done – uh, from the Air Force, like Falcon Found or not Falcon Foundation, but the Air Force Academy's um, basically sports media program is we're able to get out some really cool stuff that show like that you can come here and you can actually compete. And then of course, of course, uh, guys like Ben Garland, who's been in, uh, just a rock star, he's awesome to see on his social media. And then just he, the thing is, is that I think there is a tendency, like you said, to have lower expectations for there to be an asterisk behind somebody who comes from a service academy like oh yeah they're great but they could have been a lot better had they gone to an alabama didn't have to wake up at you know six o'clock in the morning and do whatever else no ben garland is a super bowl player he's played at that level he can compete with the best in the world and that's the point that's the caliber of players that we're bringing in so it was really good to just hear these guys talking seriously and not saying you know the things that they want to hear um, from like a from a, a military perspective, and obviously that's still something that's very important to all the players. Obviously, everyone knows that if it was football first, then they would have gone somewhere else. So it was great to hear that from him, and then hearing on the opposite end, uh, Griffin Landrum, who's an O lineman. I like I said, I think he's a junior this year. Uh, just talking about what his priorities are, and that is protecting Arian Worthman this year. Arian Worthman is a huge asset to our offense. 
And I think that he's an absolute rocket as long as he can stay protected. And what they talked about was his willingness to take a hit. The thing is, if he's going to be in there and we have an inexperienced O-line, he has to take a hit. They were acting like it's an option that he wants to play this hard-nosed football. I don't think that's the case at all. I think he wants to be a an offensive weapon, and I think that if we can have our O-line step up and come together, that that's going to happen this year. That's just my opinion. Though. I don't know. Yeah, and I uh... – I mean, plus the style of football that we play, you're, you're going to put your quarterback at risk. You know, probably two out of four plays um, a series if you, if you get four plays out of it. And so, I mean, I think we recruit the right guys and we train the right guys to know, you know, it's not only about the offensive line, especially when you're running the option. It's, it's, uh, it's training the quarterback and letting him get enough reps in practice to know when to ditch the ball and when to keep it. And I think that's another thing yeah. that he needs to – I mean, we saw it last year, but again, some some injuries are going to be inevitable, especially when running the option. But uh, with experience, I think uh, you can. We've seen it before. We've seen quarterbacks play nearly three to four years without getting any serious injuries running the option. You know, seventy yeah. percent of the game. That's a good point. It's like uh, we haven't seen the depth of this team yet, and I think you bring up kind of a good point. I don't want to see the depth of this team. Because if we see the depth of it, that means our players are getting injured. And we've dealt with injuries uh, more or less since 2015 with some of the guys in the backfield. Um, last year, this year, we're losing one of our big uh, offensive weapons uh, with our running back uh, with Tim McVay. But we'll see. I think we'll see if we can get a good rotation of running backs in there and have Aaron Worth and keep him safe, keep him protected. I think we'll be okay. Uh and I don't know. I'm just, dude, I'm so fired up. It's just like seeing this stuff come out. I know the, like the life cycle of football. Like I saw, I already blazed through last chance you, and now I'm just <laughs> ready for Falcon football to start up. Yeah. Once like the beginning of summer hits, you watch the newest season of last chance you on Netflix. And then you're kind of trying to find something to scratch the itch until hard knocks comes out on HBO. And then um, you're scouring air force athletics, even though there's only like one article every six days. And then yeah. finally, football season's here. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, uh, still haven't heard any news, and maybe this is on us. Maybe Coach Calhoun addressed it today. But our our hats are still in the ring. We still threw our hats in the ring for the defensive coordinator position. Kamish uh, and Archie. That is our first and last names. Our parents did not give us last names. It's just Kamish Archie. Uh, it's a package deal too. So and you don't, if you want to, we're not looking for yeah. like, we're not looking for million dollar contracts here. Just, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars each for each game is going to be plenty. And, and it's really, I mean, the DOD, we're going to make you money if you think about it that way. So it's, it's an investment and will practically pay for itself. And, and trust me. And if, if you're a fan out there of us as well, the memes aren't going to stop folks. Uh, that's going to be part of our contract actually is that we want, um, cell phone access the entire time during games so that way in case oh a meme pops into our head someone throws a slice of spirit cheese <laughs> turns into a funny picture you know we can document plus, that. so the, i think the content will only get better yeah plus could you imagine the kind of content we'd be getting if we're around uh big daddy troy like 24 7 just that absolute quote factory like you talked about earlier i mean it's i don't even know i don't think instagram's uh, whatever. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't a computer science guy, but I don't think their database would even be able to handle the amount of posts that we're putting out on the, every day. Oh, I know. We, we heat up their servers real quick. Did, I don't know if that's a thing, but like, I feel like in medieval times or like Napoleon had scribes who would just follow them around and just take notes, like take a note and they would write everything down that they said. And like, could you imagine us 
doing that with all the like metaphors to dogfights and thin air and stuff, that would be amazing. I I would love that. Just hard talk. Always talking about hard nosed football and just like quoting Coach Calhoun. <laughs> That's my dream. And we that is the dream. I'd open up my closet in the morning and it would just be blue Air Force polos and khakis and it'd be like thirty pairs of them. Like like yeah, like it's hey, like out of the yeah. yeah, I was going to say that all the cartoons, like same thing with like Family Guy and like all that stuff. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, so I guess we'll roll into Behind Enemy Lines. And Behind Enemy Lines is kind of still just like a follow on to football talk. Because normally what we do is we take kind of funny stories about Army and Navy and then relate it to how we can use that against them, whether it's in athletics or whatever the case may be. And this week... There's just a lot of news out, and pretty much the two things uh, that I wanted to talk about were, I mean, it's the same thing, it's just the rankings. So the Orlando Sentinel, which I think last year we made fun of, um, they do a top-to-bottom ranking of all the FBS football teams, and I made fun of it. Now I realize it's a little scary. He's kind of correct about how they do it, and they have Army. Uh, here's, here's, and what they do is they put out like an article on each team and they, they kind of like write down all the notes about all the players that they have, all the players that they lost, that kind of thing. And so for army, it was army on the verge of a third straight winning season, black Knights, number 55 in the 2018 preseason college football rankings. Uh, I don't like that at all. I don't like the fact that they're ranked 55. I think that's extremely high. Uh, people are so high on coach Munkin right now. They, they love him. And I know he is a good coach. Uh, I don't. I don't exactly remember what his coaching tree is. I think he has some uh, relation to the Air Force Academy, one way or another. I don't know if you. I don't think he ever coached uh, at the academy, but I think he's been under somebody who has or something like that. But that's uh, that's scary to hear, and I think that we should be not afraid of it, but be wary of it. That we aren't going to be able to go into any of these games and expect a cakewalk. Um, that we're going to have to absolutely bust them in the mouth is really what it comes down to. Yeah, and uh, do you, I mean. I think you did a little bit more research on this than I did, considering I have no no idea what the Orlando Chronicle is. But uh, <laughs> it goes back to what we talked about two ago, where I I don't know I I have a hard time believing that these guys who put in all this time into SEC and Big Ten, all these kind of big conference football teams and conferences, do they think he really knows what he's talking about when it comes to the service academies? Because I think it's super easy just to look at the records and look at who beat who and him to be like, oh, okay, Army probably fits in, obviously above Air Force because Air Force lost to him last year. And same thing with Navy. So I don't know. I, I think I'm kind of going against my word from earlier, but I think the service academies are kind of an exception in this because I think, like we talked about, people have a hard time anticipating you know, how is this team going to do? Because it's not like our team, you know, we don't have a pocket passer who's an NFL prospect who, you know, everybody's talking about. We don't have consistency necessarily all the time with our wide receivers and our tight ends. So, again, I think it just is pretty difficult for them to actually judge where where we will end up, where Army will end up, and where Navy will end up. I agree. And I think that no, at the end of the day, it's like, it's. I think that it's human nature to see something, to read something about whether it's yourself or your, or your opponent and take it to heart. So what we need to do, I think as an air force football team is take that message and use it, literally use it. So if you want to kind of like turn around and say, okay, well they're not that good and use that as motivation that it's a trash, you know, that it's a trash opinion, 
so be it. And but I think on the flip side, if it's kind of like you use it as a little bit of a fear and you you thrive on that, do it. Um, you're I 100% agree. I think at the end of the day, rankings they don't mean anything, but it's just letting those words kind of rattle around in your head and hear it. It's like what Nick Saban does every year. Nick Saban says, "Oh, the media is doubting us," when literally yeah. no one has ever doubted Nick Saban ever, save for the LSU times. Yeah, like that's about it. So it's just, I think it's the exact same thing in that situation. And I guess we'll just kind of segue from there. Same thing. It's not the Orlando Sentinel, uh, but Hero Sports. It's some guy named uh, Andrew Dowdy. He's got a. I mean, he's just a big nerd. He went to. He got a sports degree uh, from Kansas, and then he got a journalism degree from Memphis. So he thinks he's all fancy. Ranked Navy fifty-two, uh, and we're ranked seventy-eight. Is and it is what it is. So that's saying that there's twenty teams in between us. I think that's ridiculous. Um, even if you want to rank us in third place right now, coming out as underdogs, that's fine. But to say that there are 20 teams in between us and, and Army and Navy when there's only apparently like a three-team disparity between them, it's insulting. And I think we need to take it yeah, as well, such. All we can do now is show up this season and flip the script for next year. Yeah, exactly. All right, um, so that's talking football so far. We got 15 minutes out of that. Um, but we're, we're just really looking forward to it. We're kind of chomping at the bit as we always are. Uh, let's move on. Let's do, sure. what do you want to do? Audio meme? Okay. So uh, you got uh, this one. audio meme, basically <laughs> we talk about a post that we had this week that we think was funny and uh, hopefully you guys did too. So we get a fair amount of submissions. Um, you know, some we deem uh, warranted to post some, maybe we don't post for the protection of the people who sent it to us, but this one was just too funny not to include. Basically, uh, what I derive as being from an app called GroupMe, which is essentially a group messaging app for those of you that don't know it. Um, so basically, if there's you know, a, a group of cadets that all work together in the summer, they'll start a GroupMe page and then, or a GroupMe group, and then that way they can communicate on where they need to be and what they need to do at certain times is what my uh, perception is here. And basically, yeah. literally all it says, it's a message from somebody, probably like the all the peers for uh, basic and I don't dude. I, how long do you think peer has been a job at the Academy? It can't be more than like 10, 15. No, not at all. I, and actually I was, I thought you were going to ask how long do you think they train for? And I was going to say, I don't know. A 20 well, I'm just for like the older yeah. grads that are listening from what, and I don't even, I'm not the right person to ask about this. From what I understand, a peer, just like you think about it, like a peer, like somebody your age or whatever is basically the squadron therapist is that kind of like the easiest way to put it yeah i think so it's somebody who can like <laughs> they can like kind of rub your belly and tell you like hey guess what this is all just it's all it's a training. dream it's a game guess what like yeah that's all anyway so the fun. message says we need a peer asap at the assault course oh and man. it's just <laughs> what a bad look I, I don't know who it's a worse look for like the academy as a whole, the one kid at the assault course that needs the peer to him or her who needs the peer to console them, or I don't know. It's just it's. Well, I think what's funny about it is that if you're if you if you need like anything at the assault course, you need freaking water. <laughs> like it's really just what you need. You need because you you can't. And not to ruin this for anybody who's in the class of 2022 that's listening, but uh, while you're in Jack's Valley, if you're getting this on like some kind of hidden radio or something, um, 
you can't really get injured at the assault course. Like, I guess there's freak accidents can happen, but it's mostly just like no, low crawling. But it that just sucks. You're just going that's through, the best like, part about this. Peers and, don't like come there for injuries. It's all mental. So it's like it would make sense no, if it was like so we need so you know so, an, an ambulance at the assault course ASAP. But it's not. It's it's like we need a therapist at the assault course ASAP. Well, and that's and that's what I'm saying. The go-to is like, yeah, the go-to. If somebody if somebody steps out and they start having like a freak out, it's like, dude, no, we need like, yeah, we need a cadet medic or like a real medic or something like that. And I just can imagine this basic, just like waving them off, like, no, I don't need Gatorade and a break. I need <laughs> I need emotional support right now. And so, oh man, I don't I don't know. Like, I just can't imagine what kind of freak out would have happened. Or maybe that is. It's just like it not to back when it was hard these people to death but um maybe that is just like i'm sure call now like if you if you have to if you have to break out of something like who thought of that to get like some kind of like opr bolt or something like hey every time we have a medical yeah issue, just in case shady stuff out. goes down <laughs> i can just picture like <laughs> yeah just something like that and then they uh once again rub their belly and tell them everything give them a candy gatorade and, and send them yeah. on their way but that was very funny. Well, we were we were talking. I ha- I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist on this one. I think it's fake. I, I mean, I hope it's 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 one of those things where I hope it's real so bad because it's that ridiculous of a concept. But uh, I don't know. It seems yeah. I, if it I, is I, fake, I, then I it it's creative enough that I'm okay with us posting it because that's not really something you just like think of unless you're a pe- unless a group appears at assault at a basic training. We're talking about like how funny would it, it would be if that had to happen or something. Yeah, but it's like just understated enough. Like I feel like if somebody tra- was trying to fake it, they would have gone overboard. They'd have been like, "Need a pier." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Course. Like kids going, kids, kids going on a rampage, having like <laughs> Vietnam flashbacks right yeah. now, or something. Well, for all we know, it's a very serious situation, yeah, but whatever. No names are attached, so. Yeah, well, I was gonna say somebody hears like the bombs going off, or the like sees the smoke popping and they had like a horrible fireworks accident when they're in like the sixth grade or something. Jason Pierre Paul's going through the assault course. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Actually, didn't we have, who was it? Like Herschel Walker went through. He's one of those guys who's like, just kind of always around the Academy. I feel like there's kind of some famous people who it's like, they always just show up. They're like around a lot. And Herschel Walker. I don't know if that's true. Troy Calhoun. He's another one. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Coach territory. Let's do a soups list. All right, so wait, this is all about football, baby. So soups list this time is soups list of football day traditions. Obviously, being Air Force games, so Air Force football day traditions. It can be as a cadet, as a graduate, doesn't matter. Just your favorite traditions from uh, football game day at the academy. I'm gonna have to like. I, like I want to do them, the ones where we normally discuss, where we just do our top three. But then I want to do like a rapid fire after the end because I like things I have that we so missed. Okay, in my head. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, you, know, uh, you can go first, Kamish. Okay, the first is spirit cheese. It is the dumbest thing ever, and it's like you kind of feel embarrassed for everybody when kids are getting all excited about grabbing spirit cheese at the tailgate. But then once you see it on TV. And you see all the cheese flying through the air after we like kick a field goal or something, hysterical. And then especially when it lands on the field. And you know how there's always that rumor that if anything goes into the opposing team's bench, it's like a ten thousand yeah. dollar fine each time. And it's like if that were the case, then we would literally be paying like ten million dollars a game 
because of all the crap that people throw at the other team. Like not even like not even maliciously, just stuff that ends up on the field because of kids just being stupid in the stands. Uh, so yeah, Spirit- Spirit cheese. Love it. Don't know where. <laughs> and I think I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but I think it's gone away or going away, from what I understand. I mean, there's always going to be people. There's always going to be people well, who do it regardless, uh, but. Gonna say, well, I will bring, I will be Somebody's got to do it. To we'll time. do it from uh, when we yeah. go as graduates. Now we'll just be slinging cheese. People are gonna be like, what the hell? Well, let's bring some. Like, let's, let's get bring, real, like Gouda. That's what like, I want to do if cheddar. I get like real. Well, I was gonna say if you if I ever got rich, like bring like a nice brie, <laughs> with, like, a just nice packing like snowballs of, of cheese. Just hawking them. Yeah, or get like a physics major to get like uh, canned cheese. You know, yeah. like, like easy cheese. And get like a physics major to put it under like super pressure, and just have it come out like spray confetti. <laughs> Coming to a football game near you. Uh, all right, mine is yeah. finding a way to not have to do the march on. So, <laughs> march on's like one of the most elusive things in the world. Where obviously you force all the freshmen to do it. By senior year, you're really not doing the march on. Junior year, if you're unlucky, you're doing the march yeah. on. But freshmen do the march on, some sophomore do the march on. So it's really sophomore year where it's like, okay, do I just not show up when they're lining up? And I just can I go somewhere else? And then you try and figure out like, okay, every game it's different. It's like how many people does each squadron have? And you're just trying to figure out excuses like, oh yeah, I need to go in the stadium because uh, my my friend's on crutches and he needs help. And then you just kind of leave and hope that nobody says anything. Yeah. Yeah, you're. But well, by junior year, the the best excuse is just, "Hey, we need you to march on." You just go, "No," <laughs> and then you just walk away. Actually, that's one of those things where when I was, uh, so I didn't, I wasn't from around. I, everybody knows we're both East Coast guys. I was from the DC area, so I would go to Navy games every now and again. And Navy and I believe West Point march. They don't do their tailgates yeah. are after, and so they'll march directly from, uh, like their schools to the stadium but our problem is that our stadium is what like a mile away ish it's pretty far mile and yeah. a half from the cadet area so yeah it's just not really that realistic that you would march there and so um oh yeah so the entire so the entire like midshipman brigade would march and the entire uh usma what are they uh battalion soldier boys. i don't even know whatever it is <laughs> yeah whatever they are so they would all march together and then i was just kind of assumed like oh cool like air force all marches together but really, it's just like, what, 40 people or something like that? And each squad has like 90. So, yeah, it's like barely even a sliver and everybody who's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Freshman year, the first few games, I think there's some people who want to. But Yeah, it's cool. And then like, the, but just like so many things about that, about the Academy anyways, like the novelty and the coolness of it wears oh, away yeah. real quick. Like I, everybody would always be like, Oh man, you're on the side of a mountain. Don't you love those views? It's like, yeah, the views get real old when you realize that <laughs> you can't breathe. <laughs> so that's a good one. Uh, all right, my next one is going to be, I think, and excuse me if I'm like not assigning the right blame uh, or the right credit for this one, but I, it's either the baseball team or the swim team. So excuse me if either of you get offended by being referred to as the other. Uh, spinning popcorn around <laughs> on a bootlace. To distract the Falcon. It's classic, dude. That is that is classic, just like bullying. And if there's any Falcon people, they're probably like, no, that's like horrible for the Falcon. <laughs> like, 
but I'm sorry. It's just really forgot, funny to see. I forgot about that, dude. That That is so funny. And there's like, I've never seen the Falcon actually go for it, but. <laughs> oh, they ha- no, they have. I've seen the Falcon go for it. Oh. But what they do is they kind of do like a, they do like a flyby. Like they'll do like a touch and go where they go in and they're like, oh, popcorn. which I thought like has a Falcon, they should. Dude, don't give the Falcons popcorn. Popcorn is delicious. If they ever try yeah, it, you know the best part it. about it is like <laughs> that, that one kid goes into the game every year, every game specifically to buy a bag of popcorn, and then he has to eat it down to a certain amount before halftime, and then tie, tie it to a bootlace and just start spinning. I'll just, I'll just to get a laugh from some people and get yelled at. He probably hates popcorn. He's probably just like, oh, I don't want to do this. Dude, I forgot yeah, about that one. Good. That's electric. Okay, on the other side of uh, skipping the the march on, I think it is cool to see, especially your first time, is the run like hell portion where everybody runs into the stands. Not to mention when you're doing it as a freshman, it's like, it's it's about 15 seconds where you can take out all your anger and get as physical as you want and (laughs) nobody will know the wiser because there's just people falling over. You can just push people, you know, step on people as you're running up the stands and oh yeah you could drop a people's elbow and actually here's one thing about that i could never find the flag you know how you were supposed to look for the flag guy who's like hey stupid you're you're stupid (laughs) stop being stupid well they i could never find that guy and they would always and i would hear people talking i'm like i don't see him man and then finally like as we were about to turn around or whatever, I would see him. Yeah, like, oh, and okay. dude, one quick story for me is freshman year, I convinced one of the guys, it was when planking was a big thing, and I, I convinced the kid like two in front of me that we were all going to plank when everyone ran like hell, and we were just going to lay on the, lay on the turf. Nice. And uh, he was the only, he, nobody yeah. else did it. He was the only <laughs> <laughs> one that did it. And oh, it, was, it was like front row <laughs> to like the main side of the stadium. And he's just he's just laying on his face oh. for you know ten seconds before he realizes that nobody else is doing it around. Oh, that's brutal. That's one of those things where I feel like there's somewhere the Air Force Academy historian has like a black and white photograph of that, <laughs> and it's like cadet passed out on the field, something like that, because they just didn't even take that into consideration. Um, okay, before I do my last one, I'd want to let you know. Uh, I know there are some pa- fans out there who fans. We're going to be talking all high and mighty about ourselves. There are some listeners out there who like the Yeti, and they like that it's ra- like rattling around with uh, whatever I have in it. Not doing that today. I actually have a canned beverage. Uh, so I'm gonna, I had one that I opened before, and now here's the second. Are you, so you going you know, to awkwardly you take the first is. sip for us? Uh, it's a sh- <laughs> the canned Gatorade? There you go. Uh, yeah, something like that. If you want to know what it is, check our uh, Instagram story, but the Instagram story will probably be gone by the time this goes up, so I don't even know. Um, anyway, my last one, uh, my favorite football tradition of all, is getting sunburn. And not just getting a regular sunburn, but getting a really, really weird one. Like where you have the little thing on your head, the little mark that's like a triangle, and then the triangle yeah, and it on doesn't your chest matter. as well. It doesn't matter how cold it is or how hot it is. And then, it's just guaranteed to happen. Oh, yeah. And it always it's always nasty, too. Like, You'll go back and it's just like a little bit, and then the next day it's like blistered over. Um, can you tell we don't have a lot of skin pigment? If, if you guys don't know what we look like, uh, yeah. And then 
I went first. Did I go first? Yeah, yeah okay. So it's my turn. Um, Troy Calhoun on the big screen. Yep. So they switch up the oh yeah the, the hype the pump ups or the pump up video every year, but there's always a quick segment where Troy Calhoun's on the screen just making just a one liner, and that's all he really needs to say. Whether it's strap in, it's going to be a dogfight, or welcome to thin air, or uh, any multitude of those. It's just if that doesn't get the blood boiling. Well, and he's always. I think the thing is. He's always sitting in the jet, I isn't think, he? With like, I think that was only on one his, of them. like mask is about to go on. Yeah, we yeah. need to bring. There's that no back reason that should not be played. Awesome. Probably in between every quarter. Yeah. Um. My other one. So, like I said, I just wanted to shotgun a few. Uh, my other favorite one is not going at all. Great feeling the first time you're supposed to be at a game and you just get like a little bit of a jump on on the weekend. And what I do like, I don't know. This probably seems like we aren't being great Falcon fans, but here's the thing. If you're a cadet and you're of age and you're legally allowed to drink and you have to go to the games, you can't drink. It's not that fun, especially sitting around in uniform, depending on the weather. Going to a bar and watching a Falcon football game as a cadet is one of the great joys in life because you're being a little bit of a bad boy and you're still enjoying the football game. So that, I I love that. Uh, another one is that first just <laughs> Mitch's burger. Just you take a bite of it. It's got the weird, like, greasy, filmy coating on top uh, because the kid who's grilling it thinks he knows how to work a grill but doesn't. So it's, like, not really cooked. Uh, the bun is weirdly hard but also really, really crumbly and soft. Uh, what else? You got a pack of melted m half of the pack of M&Ms that was sitting in, like, an open cooler, so it's, like, halfway melted, oh, another frozen. Uh, just this might be old man yelling at a cloud, but... I can honestly say I did not partake in this. If it's cold out, dress appropriately and sit in the stands, please. There's nothing more embarrassing than somebody going to an Air Force game. They're toughing it out in the cold, and they walk in the bathroom, and it's just stuffed full of cadets just trying to stay warm. You can oh, smell dude, I can, like, yeah, sm the urine. I can and the, just feel the... that smell right now. Because it's, yeah, it's a feeling and it's a smell, because all the kids get all sniffly, and then they dry out. When they get in there, and then they, everything just humidifies, <laughs> and so it's like you get hit by a wall of like the smell of urine and yeah, the feeling of humidity, and it's disgusting. It is the grossest thing ever. That's a bad one. And then, um, oh, those bathrooms are just classic. It has that, you know, that smell that I'm talking about. It's not just pee. It doesn't smell like if you go to like a like a Denver like Coors Field like Rockies game or something like that or any other team. It has oh, yeah. this distinct. Yeah, Falcon I think it's the altitude that I really can't put my finger on. Uh, another one, first time you get drunk and go inside of a Falcon game. Uh, I really did not do this as a cadet, but going back to a game uh, and like being hammered in there and then being like, "Wow, yeah, the last time I was here, yeah, I was throwing my hat." Pretty nice. Can't wait to do it again. That's sometime. a wild feeling, and we have news about that after we finish our uh, next foreshadowing. Four so, yeah, <laughs> you want to do? So let's do our next segment. Yeah. What didn't you get? Uh, I got a. You know what? I never got. So I never understood why they do rabbits for CST. They talk about thumping the bunny, and they bring in the rabbits, and everybody murders them in cold blood, and then you eat their flesh. I, why rabbits? That's not what the main woodland animal is, and if I'm going after something, it's probably not going to be a rabbit. There's way more squirrels out there. Um, another one that I said, why don't they do a mountain lion? There's mountain lions out there, and that chances are, what's nice about mountain lions, and even bears, they're going to come after you. So... You just get better at fighting, be better at fighting mountain lions, 
and just let them come to you. It's like less energy expenditure, so you can just have more like time to eat, and they're bigger. It's awesome. So I think that I would like want a campaign to get each ESET group a either a bear yeah, I mean, cub or a uh, a mountain. Peta was complaining that we were killing rabbits kill uh, like two years ago. So get them on board. They'll probably be down for that change. No, I just yeah. it is kind of weird. Like wanna, rabbits are pretty tough to catch. I mean, why don't we do something a little bit more accessible? I guess you kill we kill rabbits and chickens. So, but then again, when when are you gonna find a wild chicken? Like that's what well, are you actually, stuck I was in like? About that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if there's there chickens, chickens around, there's probably civilization around. So it should probably be like, hey, if you come across a wild chicken, follow it and then knock on the person's door and see if they'll help you. Yeah, or if you come across a KFC. That's a different kind of chicken. Go in and get yourself yeah, a... Yeah, then problem solved. Some KFC. I don't know. That's good. Uh, yeah. Okay, and then last one. Last second. Yeah, you we're going to do a would you, you rather. A would um, you rather? Something I was thinking about. We're going to say, would you rather not have 60 days available? So you graduate, and the next day you move to your, your first uh, duty station. We're not going to even pick the duty station. It's just going to be something that you would get, okay, normally. Or, so you're not going to have 60 days, or you're going to go to Minot for your first assignment for about two to three years. But you do have 60 days. So I, the only clarification that I really do need, so you said you can't, it won't you be can't pick your duty station if you don't get a six. It won't be Minot, but it could be like somewhere else really, really close. Let's go middle of the road. Like what's a nice middle of the road base? Way. Right. Let's say you're at Colorado Springs, you're at Peterson. Or whatever it is, Shreveport. Uh, Shreveport, Jesus. Uh, Shrever. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to Shreveport, Louisiana. No, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna not. I'm gonna not. Okay. I just beat defeated you at your own game. I apologize. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go to. The, that's actually the best. I'm so smart. I'm like literally tripping myself up right now. Uh, to beat you at your own game, I am going to go. Straight to Peterson uh, or Shriver and not take leave for two years and then right, do 60 whatever. days later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But assuming realistically, you're never going to be able to take 60 days of straight leave. That's not realistic. We realize that. Um, see, I think the thing is, is that, like, it's such a – you. I think you need it. You need 60 days or else you would actually go insane. Um, but at the same time, maybe you are kind of dialed in. I don't know. It's tough. I think it's, it'd be tough, it's tough to go like straight to your both. duty station and um, all your friends go on 60 days. And, dude, 60 days is kind of like the last hurrah, especially with your close friends from the academy. Because you're not going to be stationed with all of them. Guess where the majority of the stories are going to stem from for the rest of your life? That's true. It's 60 days. But, and then, I mean, you can always you can always travel away. But, like, here's the other thing is I always hear people say, oh, my notes not that bad. So... I don't know, but what like what does that mean? Like, what do you like Ride to do if you think mooses, mine is not that bad? Meese. Yikes! I don't know. That's that would be a little bit problematic for me. Um, that's a pickle. You guys let us know what you would rather do. Uh, no sixty days, but you get to go to like a decent place, or sixty days, but you have to go to Minot. Um, cool. So, little bit of news, and this isn't news because we already said we were going to do this all along, but at least we're starting to nail down some of our plans for. Uh, this year, once again, like we did last year, we did the beat army party and then we did the army tailgate 
terrible, terrible weekend considering the fact that Army ended up beating us. But we're going to be doing a, a Sync Navy party this year on Friday before the football game. And then we're also going to be doing another tailgate. Bigger, better, closer to the stadium. Uh, the support was awesome last year, but we were a little bit far uh, away from the stadium. We're working on getting a better spot, taking some of the lessons of stuff that we knew just to make it like a better experience. And uh, yeah, we're dialed in. I got my plane tickets. You're working on yours and we're getting the plans down. Uh, we've had people reach out to us. Please continue to do that as well. If you have, we appreciate the help and we appreciate the support, but if you have actual uh, concrete, like if you have stuff that would be cool at a tailgate, uh, let us know about that. We do, we're still looking for sponsors, so uh, if anybody has anything like that, that would be helpful. And other than that, it's going to be the same thing as last year. Tons of beer, uh, yeah. tons of fun. It's going to be a good time. Excited. We're going to actually win this year, too. That's a good thing. <laughs> but then on top of that, well, we minutes, you can minutes, find all so. your FNBA gear at fastneatbelowaverage.com. Fastneatbelowavg.com. Uh, we're going to have some nice football gear rolling out here soon so keep an eye out for that yeah perfect um that's really all we got for the rest of the week uh we're gonna come at you next week hopefully we'll have an interview we'll see how it goes and uh everybody have a great week let's get some so yeah i can be a pilot at the air force academy i can be anything army and navy play for second that's a long big beautiful some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just where you got to compete. Welcome to Thin Air.